almost as silly looking as Skeletor himself. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. This is good stuff. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm bored. There was a damn tornado that uh, was spotting in my town. So I said, you know what? What better thing to do during a freaking bad storm and a tornado than to jump on air with you guys? I kind of be like that uh, dude in 2012, that movie, where he just sitting there broadcasting while... uh, the freaking Yellowstone Caldera is freaking exploding and stuff like that. So, uh, you know what? It's one of Hollywood's impromptu deals happening right now. You guys should be all happy. I'm here to give some songs and try to get China Doll through. Oh, there she goes. She has a picture of it. The skies are messed up in uh, town right now. Uh, but, you know, of course, that dumbass, uh, she she decided she wanted to walk to work. Now, I got to get my ass up at 1030 and go pick her up so she ain't walking home in the rain. You know, Hollywood can't let the China Dow walk in the rain, but it's very, 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 very messed up that she didn't say you know what i was looking at the weather and it was supposed to rain i don't want to have to get hollywood up at 10 30 at night so he can come pick up my dumb ass but hey she doesn't do that she doesn't do that no she wants to make it as hard as she can on hollywood every minute of his life it's her goal guys you guys don't believe me but it's her goal is to make me miserable every time I move. It's like, what the hell's going on here? What's up? Why? What's going on? J-Man, no, I ain't live on uh, YouTube tonight. I'm live on the radio tonight. That's what's up. You know, I don't know what it is with YouTube, but uh, some of the scheduling I had is pretty fucked up. Let me see what that is. I knew I got one scheduled for the 28th, it is, and that's a Saturday one. Uh, I don't think I have another one uh, scheduled, but, uh, you know, I'll take a look at that when I go to some music and stuff like that. But, uh, can you know what, guys? You wonder why I dig into women. It's because of exactly what she did to me tonight. No, it's going to rain. It's going to rain hard. And she walks to work to get my ass out to have to pick her up. And, you know, I'm just scared to death to go down in the basement right now because there's probably water all over the damn basement. And, you know, I got to shovel it. Uh, Let's see here. Ooh, you know what? That's actually a pretty looking sky now. Even though it's dark as hell. You know, it's funny. It was like a hundred and something uh, with the uh, real field today. Uh, living in the Midwest, we get that humidity and shit like that. And it was just gross. It was gross today. 
And I look at Chinatown, and I said, you know what? I bet you can't wait to fall now. And I can't. You know, I the reason why I like fall is because you get out there by the fire. It's nice and, you know, chilly and stuff. The fire warms you up. I just love it better. That's just me personally. Uh, and it's not all hot and sticky. And besides that, I hate bees. You know, Chinadown is the bee killer around this house. And she learned the other day, uh, this is her blonde working, okay? This is her blonde. Uh, she decides to go ahead and just get, uh, you know, a, a wipe or something like that and try to kill the bee. Instead of taking a shoe and squishing the damn asshole. Well, she got stung. And then she looks at me and blames me. I'm like, what the hell did I do? Well, I got stung because you won't kill the bee. It's like, man, get out of here with that shit. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> hey, Flossie, actually, there is a show right now. And you are awake. It's 2 a.m. over there in uh, England right now. Uh, yeah, I'm on right now, man. I, You know what? Uh, that's what I was saying. There was a tornado. I'm on, man. You know, I have to go out with a bang on the radio show. Anyway, I got my 30-year school reunion coming up and it was funny last night china goes to me are you gonna take me with and you know what i looked and i was like well why wouldn't i you dumb fuck it it just amazed me that she asked and then the real reason why she asked me that she knows that i'm gonna have exes there so, it's really, am I going to take her with for, you know what, hi, show off your wife, introduce your wife to people. No, it was all about making sure she hemmed up Hollywood so he wouldn't be fucking around with some exes of his. That's what it was all about. Because my, all them women in high school, they love the Hollywood. They want a piece of the Hollywood. And she knows this. And she knows if I went there by myself that I'd have women all over me. And then it'd be like I'd be gone a week or two and she's going to come and I come home and she's going to say, where you been for a week or two? Well, you know, I was at the reunion and this one wanted to lick the pecker, that one, you know. So I had to, you know, I had to accommodate them. I had to accommodate them. So that's why China Dow wants to go. It ain't to go to say, hi, I'm China Dow, or I'm, you know, this or this. And, you know, I'm married to a lovely guy. One that I can't live without. No, it's not because of that. She always has devious purposes behind why she wants to do something. And... I think, personally, that's an asshole move. I would have been good. I wouldn't have been a prick. And yes, you're probably seeing the two fingers crossed behind my back right now. But I would have been good. I would have said, hey, honey. You know, my ex from high school, she wants to play with the pecker. Uh, so I'm letting you know. That way, you know, you know not to you know, wait up for me. 
But no. She, what she did was try to use a Jedi mind trick on me. She really did. She, tr- she really tried to use a Jedi mind trick on me. And that's how women do it. They don't come right out and tell you what they're thinking. And this is one of the major reasons why men have problems with women. Because you never know what the hell they're thinking. You don't know if they're trying to set you up. They're trying to put you in a corner. So you got to learn how to read behind, you know, between the lines. And you got to do that with not only women, but you got to do that with people in general. Now, it is a sad state of affairs that you actually have to read between the lines because people will not tell you what's on their mind. Why is that? I never understood that. But China Dow is one of the biggest ones when it comes to that stuff where she won't say what she means, but she'll try to manipulate you. That's what it is. She'll try to manipulate you. And then, it's funny with her. It really is. Do you know how uh, a kid, when they get in trouble... They do everything and anything to try to get away from them being in trouble. That's China Dow. 100%. 48 years old and still trying to get out of trouble when she gets into it with Hollywood. Sad state of affairs. And I know a lot of you men out there have to go through this kind of stuff. It's mind-fucking, if you ask me. Why does it have to be their goal to mind-fuck you? I never understood it. You don't need to do that. Be straight up. And one of my biggest pet peeves is push China Dowell aside because we already know her crazy ass. But when others try that shit, maybe that's why I'm a little, little cautious around people. Because I always believe that people are trying to get over on you somehow, some way, and it's like, Really? Why? Be yourself. Don't worry about everything else. And it's just like, damn, man, this generation's the worst at it, if you ask me. It's funny, I was having a conversation with BD because we got that new show on Sundays and stuff. Uh, where we talk about all the damn stuff happening in this, you know, the biker scene. You know what? I still can't get him to talk about fishing. I'd really love to get somebody to talk about fishing with me or outdoor stuff with me. No, I always have to talk about that stuff. Sometimes Hollywood gets a little bored with what's going on in the scene. But anyway, I think that has to be the defining uh, difference between the older generation and the younger generation 
is because they don't understand what it means to just look a guy in the eye or give him a handshake and not have any ulterior motives going on. Wouldn't you like to be uh, China Doll's work right now and you're paying her to shake her ass? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, you gotta love Discord during these times of uh, the impromptu radio shows. But do you guys feel the same way as I do? When you're meeting somebody, you always have to have in the back of your mind ulterior motives. I think that is like a second instinct to us older peoples. Because I think that was one of the things that we were taught was make sure you're always on your guard. <laughs> Grizz. What? Fishing for tuna? <laughs> You know what? I'd really like to go fishing for some real tuna. Uh, ain't those fish like worth $10,000, $20,000? Them shit's expensive, man. That Charlie Tuna, man, is expensive. But I don't like fishing for the other stuff, man. I really don't. I, I don't like the smell of tuna. And anytime you can have a bomb-ass woman that doesn't take care of herself it's like she takes down them pants and you get the smell it's like man you just ruined the fucking mood i'm out of here so yeah i'm not uh, i don't i don't get out there fishing for that stuff don't do it j man is your pole small no but you sure to hell know how to lose a lure in a freaking river let me tell you <laughs> Oh, I got to teach J-Man about how to fish. <laughs> Let's play a song, man. I'll be right back. That is true. We own the right to 
right by my side. Gather my horse and weapons. Tell my family how I died. Until then, I will be strong. I will fight for all that is real. Listen to James Hollywood Machikari Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for Rockin' with Hollywood. And listen to the best 80s heavy metal to today. Rock on. Oh yeah, man. You know what? I just put a poll in the community section of YouTube. And I've been using the community uh, portion of the YouTube to uh, stay in contact, see everybody's thoughts, uh, maybe see about some topics that are happening that they would like me to talk about. Uh, but anyway, the poll that I just put up about an hour ago, you're being pulled over by a cop on your motorcycle. You feel you've done nothing wrong and think you might be being profiled. What do you do? Now, I put some, you know, different things, and of course, in these polls, you can put something other than the choices. Be cooperative, but get all the cops' information, 8% said that. Make sure to have a video running, 17%. Fill out the motorcycle profiling project survey, 2%. Be cooperative and fight in the court with an attorney, 4%. The biggest thing is... Admit nothing, but be cooperative. 69% said that. Which, I'd have to say admit nothing, but you got to be cooperative. The problem with Hollywood is I get agitated real quick around cops. I start calling them freaking, you know, Barney Fife and shit. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not, that's not smart. But anyway, you have... Some people, there was one that said, you mean admit nothing and be a good, obedient servant? Yeah, fuck that. Well, it's very easy to say something like that until you're in the situation. 
Today's video I showed uh, about Sturges, about the Angels being pulled over and profiled. Now, just think if one of them got out of hand. The problem at that point would have been they were the instigators and not the cops. With them being what they did cooperate let them do all their bullshit take the pictures the whole nine yards while it was caught on video so now no longer do they look like the instigator like they're always saying clubs do but the cops are so being in a situation and this don't even have to be your motorcycle this could be a car whatever the hell it is yeah, I recommend being cooperative, even though you think you might be in profiled. But personally, I think you'd want to do all the above. Get the guy's name. And one of the things about videos that, if you're smart, is make sure you go on an app where you can go live. That way, there's an actual record of you doing so. Because one of the things that are uh, a new cop trick, if you will, is if they notice that you're recording, now they're starting to demand you hand over your video. Well, that's evidence. Yeah, right, until it makes it out of my hand and you delete it. That's why it's very important to go live because you got a second channel of where you can say, hey, this is on my Facebook or this is on my Instagram, something like that. And they cannot at that point take it from you. I've seen this happening in Chicago a lot where people are filming them and they're demanding the video. It's kind of like that Kopi's Bar incident in Pittsburgh where they got done fighting with the pagans and they went to the bar owner and said, give me that video. Now, if you have nothing to hide, why would you need that video? It's because most of the time cops know and this is one of the biggest reasons why a lot of them are against body cams and that's because they know video speaks a thousand words a lot of stuff is happening in this country right now that should have you worried the loss of privacy like we talked on the morning hoot today and then, an ultimate police state. Tomorrow morning on the Morning Hoot, we're going to be talking about a quote. And yes, this was a quote from Terry McAuliffe. He is running for governor again. And I'd have to say, you guys, you know what? You deserve whatever the fuck you vote for. But he came out and said, and this had to do with the COVID-19 uh, vaccine, we can't force them 
We're not going door to door. But we can make life difficult for them. That is scary stuff. That is very, very stuff. That is a socialist type of deal. So when you ask the question and you actually see the profiling that was happening in Sturges, you got to be scared. Yeah, we all know law enforcement hates the big clubs and clubs in general, and, you know, we can debate why. But seeing the actions of how they conducted themselves, like the pitchers, for example. Everybody's driver's license has a pitcher. So why do you need to sit there and take more pictures of somebody other than you want to put them in a gang database? Now, gang databases... I believe are unconstitutional and some state courts have ruled thus so because you don't even know if you're put on one of them things and how could your name being put on a gang database make your life hell well for one when there's criminal background checks or national background checks being done for say a job that pops up as you being a gang member? Or you need to go for a job that has a security clearance? There's no damn way you're getting a job on that. Why? Because you might have been a part of a club, or even worse, you were seen at a clubhouse or a party, and you got a picture taken of you, and your license plates got snapped. And what they do is throw that in the game database. You don't even know about it. Border crossings. That affects things. If you're on a game database, you can't cross some particular borders. Some countries don't want your ass there. Oz being the big one. Canada being another. They don't want you crossing into their country because you're a known gang member. See, unlike the United States, they care about who comes into their country. So that's one of the things that they take into effect. But you also have to look at the answer... You mean admit nothing and be a good obedient servant... The good obedient servant deal. Now, the angels were surrounded by cops. Yeah, it would have been a damn good fight, but you know, the cops would have started pulling guns. And somebody ends up dead. We don't want that. So what better way than to take it to them? Take them to court. Get it out in the open. Talk about it to whoever will listen and get it out to the general public.
See, creator platforms, as they're called, they have a special deal where they have something called niches. And a niche means you only focus your business on a specific part of the community. You know, ours is biker stuff, but you have other channels that are their niche might be business. So you got so many different outlets that you can go to to get your story out because the mainstream news won't do it. Take advantage of something like that. Because let's face it, the MSM, they have an agenda. They only like pushing one side of the story. This Saturday, I will be talking about that agenda that the media has against bikers. They are now saying that the 2021 event in Sturges was a super spreader of COVID-19. What they failed to do was give the other side and talk about the numbers out of Lollapalooza. Shit, Nancy Pelosi having that uh, big wine and dine with her freaking contributors without masks. How many came out of that that had COVID? But because bikers are associated with freedom, it's no good. It's no good for their cause. The only way we're going to fight back is get on the airwaves. Get on social media. You know, I was always one of them guys that didn't believe that clubs should put their business out on the internet. But you do have to evolve with the times. And I think I realized that a couple hours ago before I, you know, decided to do this show is this is the outlet to reach people with what you think and what causes that you could change. Come on, a lot of organizations now are organizing on the internet. So I guess it, it's not a bad thing and everything around is changing and I think you have to stick up with the times out in Portland, Oregon right now you have somebody who is a mayor praising the cops for sitting back while their town is being destroyed now look at it this way Say you're in, you know, this city USA or that city USA. You own property there. Or you own a small business there. As much as we hate to admit it, cops are needed or they're the anarchy. How would you feel about your police department standing back and letting your house be destroyed? your business be destroyed, 
and you hear a mayor come out and say, hey, we're glad that they didn't intervene, but, you know, people were shooting smoke bombs at each other, paintballs at each other, fireworks at each other. How would you feel about that? Now your small town city or small town USA village is a complete disaster. You lose value in your home. You use, lose value in your business because nobody wants to come to that area. But something like that isn't normal. Problem is we're sitting back and letting that be the norm. Just like profiling. Bikers are now sitting back and accepting profiling as the norm. And I believe it goes back to the conversation I was having on the weekly roundtable this past Sunday. A line has been crossed and you can't blame it on one or the other. I can see both sides of the story when it comes to this. It's actually the way the thinking has changed and it could be attributed to the internet whatever i'm tired of it being contributed to a damn show that's always a fallback because if you don't know it's entertainment something's wrong with you but now you see all the chaos that's been caused you just see it in the people's posts and that is the general consensus when you see that kind of stuff. Another answer to the video that was put up today was police hungry for money harassing people just for wearing a cut. And I agree. Like him says bullshit. I agree. The problem is what are you going to do about it? Are you going to get involved or are you going to be the one that sits back and lets others deal with the shit you're dealing with? See, that's the problem we have in a society now. We expect others to fight for what we believe in, but we don't believe in doing it ourselves. And that can be a range of issues. It can be a range from your personal relationship, your marriage. It could be to your business failing. It could be that the restrictions, you know, they're placing like the mass mandates. We just had fat J.B. Prickster come out and say, well, if the infection rate keeps going out, we're going to have to put in more restrictions. Now, let's be honest with that. Most of the people that are catching the shit are the unvaccinated. It's just in the numbers. But it's their choice to do what the hell they want to do. Just like I have a choice to do what I want to do. But one thing I do disagree about is trying to force kids to wear masks all damn day. When we lose freedom of choice in this country, 
I think that's what bonds us together as everybody, as Americans. It's not white. It's not black. It ain't Hispanic. We're Americans. And same way Canada should see it. They're Canadians. Or the UK, they're British. That's what makes everybody, their nationality is sticking together as one. And it seems lately that more and more people are forgetting that. They're forgetting, hey, you're giving up your privacy. You're giving up your right, actually, to be happy. And you got to get in that kind of fight. I'll be right back.
What station are you listening to right now? What? This is the morning, baby. That was so exciting. Tune in every morning at 8.15 Central Standard Time for The Hoot with China Doll and Hollywood on WMMRDB Rockford. Oh, yeah, every morning. Uh, tomorrow, though, I'm going to be uh, doing the uh, first part of the show a little bit by myself because we got to get the grandbabies over to school and stuff. So grandmother is going to be uh, a few minutes late, but Hollywood has you. Hollywood's got you going, baby. Uh, education, that is what I think that a lot of people lack when it comes to a lot of issues out there. And hell, I would even say personal relationships. A lot of lack of education comes into play when you're having marital problems. It could be anywhere from how do you handle money to how you're handling certain situations. And I think education in the old days really killed how a lot of the women say that are in our mother's generation because they didn't have that experience working with money because males always made sure that they were in charge of something. They held the bills, you know, even China Doll talked about how her dad every Saturday would sit down and do all the bills, and the mother wasn't around. You're all, yeah, you're talking arcane stuff back then, but what is the effects of that lack, lack of education because they passed on a lot of that to today's woman where not a lot of people that our ladies have the education on how to handle money. And, you know, that's not the only thing because a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck, which is wrong as well because the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. The income uh, discrepancy between everybody is just hideous. And when that starts happening, you get a lot of people saying, you know what, screw this shit. You know, you got Jeff Bezos, and I think, really, we contribute to his wealth because all of us are buying on Amazon instead of supporting our local businesses. Today, I was actually coming back from doing some stuff with Chinatown. And in our town is an old-ass hardware store. Old-ass. I'm talking, it's one of them hardware stores that in, you know, the 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever it started, that was the heyday of that small business. And I was happy to find out, because China Dow knows somebody that works there, is the local town still supports that place, you know, for the little stuff. But what's disturbing is the small town also goes to like a Home Depot or a Lowe's when they need the big stuff. But it's so cool in small towns to keep seeing that kind of mom and pop deal. That's just like biker stuff, man. I think we should support the independents 
as much as we can and as civilians, as regular peoples, we should first support our town businesses over these big corporations. For example, there's a lot of towns that are dying right now. My freaking heart was hurting. The other day, taking a ride on the bike, going to surprise China Dow with her fi- favorite ice cream shop. And we were there, we started going through, and you could see the effects of this COVID crap. Places that were once there was never, it's not there anymore. It was like a ghost town. And this was, and the ice cream shop wasn't even open. Only a few businesses on the strip were left. And it's like, damn, man, this is happening everywhere in small town USA. If you look at Cairo, Illinois, right there by the Kentucky border in Illinois, it's destroyed. It's absolutely destroyed. There ain't nobody that lives there anymore. Crime's high. Nobody can get any work. But you have to look at it in another scenario is, well, wait a second here. It's them multi-billionaire corporations that go in where a town is centered around them. And then they think they can get better and cheaper labor forces in Mexico. So they don't care about the people that they claim to care about and the towns go down in flames. I don't understand right now why you would have a fat fuck like J.B. Pritzker, our governor, and I guarantee you when he comes up for election again, these son of a bitches that are, you know, crying and whining about what he's doing will elect him again because that's just how Democrat states work. But their policies are destroying people at the kitchen table. All issues are kitchen table issues. But what I don't understand is the lack of education that people have to make an informed decision. And I think that's really, you know what, it really hurts the family unit for one. It hurts the town and cities that you live in. You know, Chicago, I uh, today actually, I said to China Dow, you know what, I don't even feel like I'm from Chicago anymore. Because I've been where I've been. And it makes your heart hurt seeing a city that you grew up in and loved Go to shit. I'm talking it went to shit. Even the north side. That used to be awesome. Is a shithole now. So why wouldn't people get involved in their community. But try to make it better. No they just let it go to shit. And I think we're seeing that everywhere. Are people giving up? 
that could be a reason people giving up saying you know what it's not worth it anymore nothing can change or are they just in despair at what's going on around them one thing i was happy about is china dow's registering the vote because she's finally fed up and wants to do something about it i think that has to be the important point is you do got to get involved you do got to fight you do got to make your voice known so that's one of the reasons why i'm putting up these interesting polls in youtube because usually you know the community sec section i would just put this and that up but no it is a good platform for everybody to get together debate talk the whole nine yards because let's face it as Black Dragon, Shaggy, everybody said on the, you know, the round table. You got a lot of disinformation out there. A lot of disinformation. And it has to do with inexperience and uneducated. uneducated uh, that's uh, saying it nice. Let's just say it that way. Be nice. You know, I have to be nice more. <laughs> I'm not nice anymore, people say. I'm grouchy. Well, I'm getting older. I'll be back and we'll have some fun. How's that? Yeah, baby!
Why? Why I gotta do this? Why I got? Yeah, you know, that's what I'm gonna hear tomorrow in the uh, morning. You watch, man. I guarantee you. Anyway, do you ever feel like you're walking on eggshells? That has to be the most fucked up feeling that you can ever have. Especially, it, it's funny when you go out to uh, a social event or some kind of event. It seems like you're walking on eggshells. You can actually feel the tension in the air. And I believe that we have all kinds of senses that are out there. Uh, but one of them is that gut feeling. So when you put that in a relationship type of aspect, it gets even worse. Now I've heard a lot of people some of my friends that will talk about walking on eggshells around their significant other. And I say to your, you know, them, the best way I think that you put that to an end is you put your foot down. Enough's enough. You know, yeah, there is situations where you try to work with each other and stuff like that. But when the other partner starts taking that out of hand, like, you know, you give an inch, then you give another inch, but they keep on taking a mile, a mile, another mile, that isn't good. And it actually starts to build in the other partner that is going through it. It could be that you hide your phone because you're afraid that the other person's going to say, well, wait a second here. What are you doing behind my back? And then you got to ask yourself why they feel that way. See, that's where it gets into a sti sticky conversation because the lack of trust. That's the only way I could describe this is a lack of trust. And there had to be something that was done for you to earn that la lack of respect. You know, that leads to say, hey, you going out after work or you're going out to a bar and you're afraid to go out because... They're going to think that you're, you know, cheating or they're jealous and stuff like that. Most guys ain't like me. When China Dow says, I want to go out, I'm the one who's actually got the freaking broom to kick her ass out of the house. But that's just the way I am. But I do hear from a lot of friends and actually a lot of subscribers because I do enjoy reading the emails. Of how they're going through these type of situations. And by the way. I ain't no licensed therapist or some shit. This is just my opinion of shit. This is the way I look at stuff. So don't take it on freaking point. 
but without the trust and the communication, especially open communication. Because, like I said before, you walk into a place, you feel that freaking negativity, and your gut instinct is trying to tell you something. And that's why I always say, hey, if you got a gut instinct, go with it. Don't ignore it. Because nine times out of ten, your gut instinct's right. So when people have a gut instinct that the, your significant other is being under the table, being, how can I say it, being vindictive, I guess you would say, or trying to hide something, you know there's a problem right there. And that's, we've talked about it before about, is it possible to rebuild your relationship with somebody after an event has already happened? I think there's many factors involved in that. Do I think somebody could get past something like that, a betrayal, if they've only been together a little bit? No, I don't think that's possible because it's always going to be there. Now, as you age and stuff, yeah, maybe that could happen. But you're always going to have in the back of your mind that betrayal that happened. And you're always going to have it come more to the forefront when you're saying to yourself, well, they keep on doing it. And it's up to you to put your foot down on it. Now, I always make fun of guys that have to ask permission. I never got that. I thought I left my parents' house a long time ago. But the way I, way a lot of people think nowadays is, well, you got to ask permission, but the reason why you got to do that is to make your other significant other feel a part of your decision, I would have to say. You know, again, the compromise out there. Me, I get a broom and I want to freaking just batter to the bar because it's only a block away. Hey, hold on. I'll knock your ass out. That way I can get you there. But a lot of guys, they're afraid of their women going to bars. Now, you know, should they be afraid? Yeah, there's guys that are going to hit on them. You know how we're all dogs. But yeah, there's going to be people that hit on them. And that's where the trust is supposed to come into play. But when you have somebody that has shown over and over again that they're not trustworthy, that becomes real hard. And that's where you start walking on eggshells and stuff like that. So do you have to blame the person for the way they think? I don't think they have a right to do it, but that's just me. I don't know how you guys would handle something like that. That's why I believe, because, you know, I get a lot of uh, people that say I'm sexist and, you know, I'm from the Stone Age. But I believe that's why a man is supposed to be a man. When you're not a man, that's when you're taken advantage of. Very important. When you don't put your foot down and say enough's enough, 
you're being taken advantage of. You could give that person everything you can. You can give them everything in your being. But if they're still screwing you, then it's time for you to wake up and say, no, this is done with. I'm not dealing with this shit no more. I'm not going to sit there and listen to excuse over excuse excuses of why. No. The actions that you did were wrong. Accept it. That way we can move forward. So it comes back to the beginning. It's like a kid. Why? 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 That right there is what gets tiring. And that causes so much. And then you become isolated to the point where you don't want to deal with that person. You become isolated and you look at them different than when, say, you used to a year ago. You get more of a disdain for them. And why? Because they couldn't be straight up. Because they couldn't admit their faults. Or they were sleazy. They were trying to take advantage of you. They were trying to hustle you. And I believe that's why the divorce rate in this country is well over 50%. Is because... People are taking advantage of others. You're supposed to be a best friend to your spouse. And like any other friendship, once you're betrayed, you, you, you know, at least you can get rid of that friendship. When you're married, it's like, damn, give them half. So it's, you know, sometimes easier with men just to keep them around and do your own thing. And the exhaustion that comes from the arguing, mood changes that some people have. And it's happening day in uh, and day out. That's what causes the exhaustion. Where you just want to throw up your hands and say, nothing's ever going to change. It's always going to be this way. Why should I try? Would it be better to just say, you know what, enough's enough? And I believe that's where divorce ultimately comes in from, is the exhaustion part of the deal. Exhaustion, I think, is the result of the stress. Because here you are sitting and trying to give everything you can to the other person to make them happy. But it just ain't working. They want to take it another mile. Another two miles. Think about that. Think about how fucked up that really is. Why would you want to put another human being through something like that? That's just like a lot of people. They bash guys. Yeah, it's great being in the club and all. But then they leave to go to another. 
because deep down inside themselves, they're looking for that brotherhood. And I always say, you know what? It's real hard to find that shit, man. Most of the time, you ain't going to find it. And that's where you see them saying, you know what? This club wasn't right. Let's try another one. Until they find a happy median. So you really can't blame it because it's the human existence that you want to find happiness. You're really not going to find love unless you're working together. When somebody else is taking advantage of you, why should there be love there? There's the stain instead. We'll be right back and we'll keep on talking about that one. If you got any topics you want to hear, you can go to the Discord server. Let me know there because it's kind of hard to read my emails while I'm doing this stuff.
free soul I'm a rebel and rogue and I'm always on the run With a fire inside I ain't ever gonna die I'm a locked and loaded gun When the matches strike and the gasoline lights It's only just begun One thing I learned is you could watch it all burn But the flame ain't ever done just listen to that song outsides and uh what is it outlaws and outsiders it's like damn man what the hell happened to country music no you know what it, that's an awesome song but i'm talking about these other ones that is like pop rock and shit like that you know whatever happened to loretta lynn alec jackson all the good stuff man garth brooks i really never liked but damn alan jackson was a kick-ass one uh you know george Strait and all them now it's just like yeah you know you used to go to freaking country thunder and stuff like that the women would be all dressed up in cowboy boots tight ass daisy dukes and shit like that and now it's like a whole fest 
It's like not even for the music anymore. It's to see who uh, you can pound and shit at them deals. Uh, so, huh. Anyway, tomorrow morning at 8.15 Central Standard Time, I will be on here for a couple minutes doing uh, the intro to the show. That is when China Dow ever gets back from the grandbabies. My hair is probably going to be all gray the next day. Uh, but uh, we're setting up a, a little room for them. Uh, that way they can have, you know, whenever they stay over by Papa's, they can have their own room. So I think that would be a lot cool. Here, throw some toys in there and do your thing. <laughs> you know so anyway guys hopefully you enjoyed the impromptu show uh i do that a lot uh china dow will let you guys know when we're gonna have the members only chat this week uh i think it's gonna be saturday i'm not sure don't quote me because i got my live on saturday at seven so it'll probably be right afterwards uh, so be on the lookout for that, probably around 8 or 9 uh, Central Standard Time, some shit like that. And you guys, you know, can be losers with me for being here on a Saturday night working. Anyway, I'll catch you guys later. You have a good one. I'll see you tomorrow morning. And yes, for everybody that's using the apps, I'll start sending out notifications. I always fuck that up. See you later. <laughs>